MoneyWeb now on the money. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. Jenny and I with Nasi Basiso and Kondi, Head of Hedge Funds at Old Mutual Multi-Managers. Uh, Nasi Basiso, appreciate the early morning. Hedge funds in South Africa, I mean, they've been around for, what, over two decades, launching, I suppose, the, the, the late 90s. And, and in a note you put out, they, they do what they say on the sticker. I mean, one of the key things with hedge funds is an ability to be a, 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 a long and short fund. And they have generally outperformed traditional equity funds. Hi, Simon. Um, certainly. I mean, hedge funds are, are quite fascinating because, I mean, we know that the traditional way of investing is really about buying shares or investments that you believe will go up over time. Mm. And very importantly, avoiding those shares that you believe will fall in price or in value. And uh, hedge funds are fascinating in that they can make money in a falling market by buying those very shares that you believe will fall in, in future. And uh, like you say, it's very it's a very different way of extracting alpha that is otherwise not available to long only managers. And also, like you said, Simon, the hedge fund industry is um, has been around for almost 30 years um, in South Africa, and has uh, all the I mean the managers in this space have successfully managed money um, over this period. And and my understanding of, of of hedge funds is they should be fairly uncorrelated to other asset classes, which which gives them a, a, a fairly compelling reason to to put them in a in, in an overall uh, individual's portfolio. portfolio. Yes, no, definitely. And that uncorrelated part really comes um, from the fact that, you know, there are these additional tools that hedge fund managers have, like I said, that are not available Mm. to traditional managers, where you can short shares. You can actually buy shares that you believe are going to fall in price and also you use that money that you get from shorting um, to also amplify returns by investing in your high conviction ideas or the stocks that you believe will um, will increase in price. So it's essentially use that money to find those positions. So effectively then you, you're able to, mm. to, to, to benefit from both the selling side of things and also using those proceeds um, mm-hmm. to deploy or find those other ideas. I hadn't even thought of that. Do we have a sense of, of, of how big the industry is in terms of, of assets under management in South Africa? Um, it's about just short of 90 billion in assets under management, and it's, it's quite small in the yeah. big scheme of things. I mean, if you compare to the assets that are managed in the unit trust space in South Africa that are in trillions. Um, so it's surprising that an asset class that has done so well has very little presence, especially in the retail investor portfolios, um, given how well it's done and also given the diversification benefits that it, it, it potentially offers to, um, to, to investors. And, and you make the point. I mean, ninety billion. I mean, it's a lot of money to to you and I, but for for, for the industry, not so much. And, and certainly, retail investors. You, you, in the note you put out, they have very low exposure. I mean, ninety five percent of investors are, are institutional yeah. investors. Retail investors yeah. seem to shy away from from hedge funds. Yes, someone, and I think it's also got largely got to do with the fact that people are generally not comfortable talking about hedge funds, and also given. Um, the bad reputation, you know, um, and based on um, incidents that have happened in offshore markets mm-hmm. um, where you've had some hedge funds blow up in the past and we've not had any uh, such experience locally 
in that you know, the local hedge fund industry has always been managed in a conservative manner. And this is even before um, the hedge fund regulations in South Africa were introduced. And that is now a lot more with the, I mean, the recent introduction, not so recent anymore because it was in 2015 when um, the, the, the official hedge fund regulation was, was introduced in South Africa. And that basically means that, you know, hedge funds are now regulated under yep. CISCA and alongside all the other unit trust um, funds in South Africa. And therefore, investors enjoy the same level of oversight um, in the hedge fund space as, as they do in any other unit trust that, that they invest in. Yeah, um, that CIS is important, and you make the point that that you know we look at them separately, but they've got the same level of regulation as as active managers, as as unit trusts, as passive, as ETFs, etc. What about fees? I mean, one of the one of the, the 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 concerns, I suppose, around hedge funds is oh, they charge ridiculous fees. You make the point that oh, maybe, maybe not, but they look at the returns after fees and 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 make sure you're you're yeah. happy with that. No, definitely, um, fees is definitely an important part. And um, like you say, um, Simon, what we tend to advocate for is to look at the returns after fees. Mm-hmm. But I also just want to make the point that the fees have actually generally come down in the hedge fund industry from mm-hmm. the levels that we tried to historically. And that is because as managers um, reached critical mass in terms of the assets that they manage in the hedge fund space, they have passed back that benefit to clients by lowering fees. And in our instance, you know, with, you know, being in the multi-manager space, you you have, you know, a, a lot more assets that, I mean, a lot more assets and therefore have negotiating power. So we are able to further negotiate lower fees with managers. But like you said, what is important is that, you know, the, the outperformance that we have seen come through in hedge funds is net of fees. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make an example and just say, you know, um, over the past 10 years, for an example, um, the median return of the SA long short equity, that's a strategy within hedge funds, has outperformed, you know, um, the, 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 the equity market or the SA equity market by more than 1% over the past 10 years. So for every year, the hedge funds have generated an additional 1% return, and that is net of fees. And that's the median return, and that, that's very important for me to mention. And I also feel like, um, sorry, Simon, uh, you know, most invest- investors uh, kind of lost faith in the asset class, you know, um, on the back of the rough patch that hedge funds experienced in 2016 and 2017. And when you look at the 10-year period, the number that I've just quoted, mm. it actually includes that period. Oh, where you know, hedge yeah. funds had relatively underperformed. And if you just look at the period since, that is post-2017, that is about five years to date, hedge funds have actually outperformed by 2% um, uh, or, or more net of fees. So they've definitely added value, and the investors that, you know, that remained invested have definitely um, benefited from having the additional diversification in their portfolios. Yeah, and, and the key point is Alpha, and they, they're delivering what they what they promise in the sticker. They, they're bringing Alpha to, to the party. We'll leave it there. Really appreciate the time. Nosisi Busa Nkwanduye, Head of Hedge Funds at Old Mutual Multimath Managers. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlip.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlip Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.